What up? This is Robert Ory. You might know me as Big Shot Bob, and I want you to check out my new podcast, The Big Shot Bob Pod. We'll always be talking hoops, football, sports, and I'm going to bring you some big guests like Lakers legend Shaquille O'Neal in our premiere episode. I know I didn't come in to train the cat the best of shape, but... Well, you did one time. (laughs) Subscribe now to The Big Shot Bob Pod on the Podcast One app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. All right, welcome to my next guest. We have Lauren Jabara, host and reporter, Altitude TV, Denver, Colorado, and she does it all. Lauren, how's everything going? Going well. Um, kind of crazy in quarantine right now, yeah. but but keeping it together. Really excited. Some NHL news was announced. Um, so we're playing, which is so exciting, especially right now, not having any sports. Um, so pretty pumped about that. How have you been holding up? I've been doing well, doing well, waiting for sports to come back. I've been, it's not really much of a battle right now. Korean baseball comes on really late, so I've been trying to, like, not watch that every night. So it's been interesting. It's been interesting. So, so what kind of how – did, how did hockey take the lead on this before everybody else? Yeah, well, last Tuesday they said that Gary Bettman was going to make an announcement um, at about 4.30 p.m. Eastern time, 2.30 Mountain time, and – We were excited, you know, we knew that there was talks going on about wanting to get back to play. The NHLPA um, really wanted to get back to play. I know that, you know, the NHL was working really closely with the players from each team that were each giving opinions. And so I think that's so important to know what the players want as well as what the league wants. And so um, a lot of discussions were had and then they finally came up with the results. So it's going to be pretty exciting. 24 team playoff. Um, They can start within the next week or two, I think training in small groups at their own facility. I think six players max on the ice, no coaches, Um, but guys are able to get back on the ice, which is a huge thing. And then when they get into phase three, that's going to be sometime the beginning of July. Um, and that's going to be like a training camp yeah. for every team. So teams are actually allowed to practice together, which would be really cool. And then hopefully sometime phase four yeah. around the end of July, early August, we'll be able to get back to play two hub cities. Um, so that's going to be exciting. One for the West, one for the East. Not exactly sure what those cities are going to be yet. Um, the NHL's narrowed it down to 10 cities. Um, so we'll see what happens there. But there's going to be 12 teams in the East, 12 teams in the West, Top four teams in each conference play round robin, and then the other ones basically play to play in um, for the 16-team playoff. So it's going to be fun. It's exciting to, you know, have answers to some of those questions that we didn't necessarily have answers to um, a week ago, even, you know, a month ago, two months ago, since we first – the season was first suspended on March 12th. So it's nice to have some answers, even though we don't necessarily have all of them. Um, just knowing that we are going to return to play at some point. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, I think it's great. Like it's normally in the summertime, it's just baseball. It's just yeah. baseball. And every four years you get the world cup. So then you, but now like the summer really, it's not really not much going on, but then in July we get everything. Hopefully. I mean, Yeah, it's going to be really exciting between MLB, if they can get that figured out. I know NBA is working really hard to try to come back to play. Now, NHL, we have the PGA coming back, NASCAR. It's going to be pretty exciting. And then hopefully MLS. I know that there's been news that they suspended or that they're going into a lockout and they're not going into lockout. They're returning to play. Um, Players were allowed to practice together. Now they're not. And so um, we're waiting more news on that too. But hopefully we get all of our leagues back, all of our sports back and start to feel some sense of normalcy amidst this crazy time. And for the Avalanche guys, are most of them back now, or do they give them a date when they kind of want them back? 
Um, as of right now, I have, I don't really know. I know a lot of them are still back in their home countries. Um, since we don't necessarily know the specific date that players can come back and start skating again, once we get that, which we probably will get in the next week or two in terms of hub cities, when phase two is starting, um, and answers to those questions, then players will probably start to migrate back to Denver to have access to ice. Because I know a lot of the guys in Europe do, um, okay but not necessarily in Canada or the U.S. right now. So we're just waiting to kind of see, you know, what's going to be the next step and what's going to happen next. But fingers crossed it happens sooner rather than later. And then based on the list of uh, proposed cities to host the players, if, if you were to, which, 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 which two stand out to you? Yeah, so it's crazy right now. Um, if they choose one of the Canadian cities, everyone has to quarantine for 14 days once you go into Canada. So I wonder what they're going to do with that. Um, right now, I think one of the top picks is Las Vegas, just because they need to have ice to be able to host all of these teams um, and play maybe multiple games a day, as well as teams having to practice on top of that. So there has to be enough ice to have to be able to accommodate all 12 teams yeah. in, in in addition to that you know enough hotels enough um resources you know i don't know how much the teams are going to have to quarantine yeah. um but they're going to have to take you know specific buses to and from facilities they're going to have to get their meals delivered yeah. um to be able to you know stay safe and healthy from the pandemic so it just depends on on what cities can you know, accommodate all of those things. I also think Columbus um, is a really, really great city for that as well. Um, just because pandemic wise, their numbers are really low. And then on top of that, they have the facilities to be able to host. And something that I thought was really cool was Edmonton. They almost were pitching their city like an Olympic village. Oh, wow. We talking about having um, golf courses that are closed off to just the players. And then on top of that, having movie theaters that are closed off to just the players. So it's not necessarily they're just stuck in their room rink room rink because that would get a little bit mundane especially with everything opening up um and people not necessarily going back to normal but at least having some sense of normalcy with restaurants opening up and you know being able to live at least some sense of a normal life um to ask the players to just do you know hotel rink hotel rink that would be a little mundane after a while so what edmonton was offering was really really cool i don't know what cities they're gonna pick um We'll see more of those answers come out in the next week or two weeks, um, but we'll see. We'll see what the league, you know, leads towards. They have ten cities total. Seven of them are Western Conference cities, and three of them are Eastern Conference cities. And they said that even the Eastern Conference could end up playing in a Western Conference yeah. city. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, but I'm just excited that we're actually yeah. getting back to play. It's really, really nice to actually have sports, you know, yeah. on the. And then is it, I, I haven't really been keeping up with the Canadian response to all the pandemic. Have they really been on top of it? And is that why maybe they're being considered more than some of the U.S. cities? Um, well, there still are quite a few U.S. cities that are being considered, including Dallas, Las Vegas, L.A., um, Chicago, I think, is one of them, Columbus. You know, so there are a lot of U.S. cities that are still being considered, um, as well as Canadian cities. I haven't really been keeping up with, you know, how Canada has been keeping up with the pandemic, but I know that once you go over the border, you have to quarantine for 14 days um, before you can come back into the United or I don't I don't know the exact rules, but I know once you go into Canada, you have to quarantine for at least 14 days um, before you're able to do anything. So... Um, that's something to take into account, I guess, when deciding the cities. And have they talked about a date where they'd like to have the season done by? 
Um, they were saying sometime in October and then having a month to two months off and then starting next season, the 2021 season sometime in December. But again, these are all arbitrary dates because we don't even know when we're in phase two yet. So we need to see when phase two happens and then from there move forward to phase three, then from there move forward to phase four, just because it's hard to skip steps, you know, especially when it is such uncharted waters. Yeah, and it, are all the players like kind of antsy to get back playing, or are some of them kind of you think hesitant with some of the uncertainty? Um, I think, I mean, for the most part, they're athletes. This is their job, yeah. right? So I think that they're all really excited to get back out there. And from a couple of the guys that are on the NHLPA, and and we're really putting in their opinions to get the season back. Um, the consensus that they got from their teams, because they were kind of the spokesperson yeah. for their teams, was that the guys want to play. They want to get back on the ice. They want to compete for a Stanley Cup. Um, and so allowing them to have the opportunity to do that, I think that that's all they want. Um, obviously, they want to do it safely, right? So I think that the rules that the NHL is putting in place for that um, are very good, and they, and they protect the players, and they protect their health. Um, and we'll just see, I guess, moving forward, you know, if more rules come out of it or if less rules, because, you know, with this pandemic, things are changing every yeah. single day, right? We, you, we could wake up tomorrow and it's numbers have dropped. Or we could wake up tomorrow and numbers have gone up. So I think it's just a very fluid situation that the NHL is trying to read. Yeah. Um, but again, just really excited to get back yeah. to play. And if they said, since you said they're doing two hub cities, have they said anything? So when the Stanley Cup final does start, since they're going to be converging, would there be a little bit of a gap? Um, I don't know about the gap, but I know that they'll converge in either one one of the two hub cities um, for the conference finals and the Stanley Cup final. And something also that was said um, is if the pandemic has gotten better by then, that the teams might be able to play the conference finals and Stanley Cup finals in their home cities. Oh, wow. That'd be, that'd be incredible. Obviously with no fans, okay. um, but being able to be, you know, in your own home and um in your home city where fans can support from afar um that would definitely make a huge difference and a huge impact for the home team because right now you know there's no home ice advantage um and how crazy is it playing playoff hockey with no fans i mean playing any sport with no fans so it's going to be definitely an adjustment but i think it's going to be an exciting adjustment just seeing you know how teams how people how players how leagues are coming together especially during this you know, time where we don't have answers to a lot of questions, just to be able to see how they can respond. And um, it's going to be one of the most, I think, exciting playoff rounds or playoff, you know, playoffs yet, because 24 teams, first of all, you have 24 fan bases involved, which is awesome. And then on top of that, it's like, we haven't had sports for so long. People are yearning for something to watch. People are yearning for that competition. So it's going to be really exciting once they actually return to play. I think fans are really looking forward to it. Have they talked about how they're going to kind of do the scheduling? If, they, if they're just going to start like just games all day, if they say anything with that? I have no clue about uh, that. Yeah, no, no answers That'd be that. cool, though. That'd be cool. They just wake up hockey, go to bed hockey all day long. <laughs> yeah. I know there might be multiple games per day. I just, I mean, nothing, again, we have to move one step at a yeah. time. So first into phase two, then phase three, and then phase four, which would be return to play. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I saw that they're, they've already kind of talked about all the numbers of the uh, tests they're going to be getting. They've kind of, they've really been on top of this and really, really basketball, baseball, I guess their negotiations are the ones been kind of crowding the news, but hockey's behind the scenes has been getting everything done and they just kind of skipped the crowd. Yeah, they really have. And I think it's cool too, because the league has really been working closely with the players. And I think that having that, 
you know, conversation with them from day one. And, and, you know, the players tell the league what they want and the league tells the players what they want. And just having a conversation again, communication is key, right? So seeing how close that relationship is between the players and the league, it's something really cool to see. And, and you see how quickly they get things done, just being able to have those conversations. How excited are you to hear a puck drop? Oh, you have no idea. You have no idea. It's going to be so awesome. Um, I can't, I can't wait to get back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for chatting for Fiona. For people that don't already follow you, how can they find you on social media? Yeah, just Instagram, Twitter. It's just my name, Lauren Jabara. Um, would love to chat with you if you want to talk hockey, sports, life in general. Um, we don't have much going on right now, so <laughs> I'm available. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, this has been awesome. Glad you're doing well. Stay safe out there. We'll talk soon. Thanks so much, Zach. Appreciate it. Appreciate it.